Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys and the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. The How Dare You Podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You Podcast. This is the face-up edition. My name is Chance of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, of course, your friend and mine, the movie novice from To A T Fitness, Lady Choo. Hey, Chance. Hi, Choo Choo. What the fuck did we just watch? <laughs> wow. You fucking love it. Wasn't... it. Come on. <sighs> this was a good... B-A-D, bad movie. Yeah, this movie is not good. It's not good. (laughs) It is bad, but it's fucking great. That is. (laughs) I don't know how else to explain it. It's entertaining for sure, but it's bad. Like, Had you seen this movie? No. I'd gone my whole life without without having watched this movie. Yeah. Of course. No surprise there, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, shocker. Do you remember even, like, hearing about this uh, movie? <clears throat> I never saw it in the theaters, but this was a Saturday morning movie rental that we would do when I was a kid. So we'd rent movies on Friday, and then we would watch one of them Saturday morning as, like, a family. But this was one of the ones I didn't... I didn't actually watch. Wait, okay. I just remember my parents watching it. I just, I went off and did something else or either my parents didn't let me watch it. I can't imagine. That wasn't their style. The only time they made me close my eyes if there were boobs. But you would rent movies? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My mom would like put her hand over my eyes and i'm like first of all don't touch me while i know someone's getting railed on the tv and we're all in the same room okay don't just just stop it okay i know i understand what's going on here yeah because actually the touching of faces (laughs) is one of my major (laughs) grievances for this fucking movie it's kind of weird shit like i understand we'll get to it well let's hang on let's save it we'll get into it but but I got a big problem with what I call the patriarchal pawing of John Travolta in this fucking movie. It is unacceptable on <laughs> Does every that need level. to be <laughs> even before COVID? Does that need to be a shirt? Even before COVID, that shit was unacceptable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about face off, a night face slash off. Which, by the way, John Woo, the director, insisted on putting that slash in so people did not think it was a hockey movie. As if you could mistake this movie for a sports movie. All right. Face Off, a 1997 movie, as I just said, directed by John Woo. Chu, do you even know who John Woo is? I'll answer that for you. You No, Ethan and I actually had a conversation about this this morning when I was turning it on. He's like, he knew who it was directed by. He's like, oh, it's by John Woo. I'm like, you know, I don't know who that is. He's like, he does like action movies that are strictly entertaining and really like nothing else. Yeah. 
Right. So he's a... He was really big making Hong Kong action movies. And this is shortly after he started making movies. He made a like a Van Damme movie called Hard Target. But I think his big coming out party was Broken Arrow, which also starred John Travolta and had Christian Slater in it, which is a movie I fucking love, Chew. Broken Arrow is so much fun. So, all right, here right, I'm, I'm laying my cards out on the table. I was so excited for this movie when it came out. <laughs> and I was severely <laughs> disappointed upon seeing this movie. Because, all right, look, all John Woo movies have a bit of fucking craziness like apeshit bananas nonsense in the movies but even to me Broken Arrow felt a little bit more realistic and restrained whatever straitjacket John Woo put on himself he took off for this movie (laughs) this movie is fucking crazy I mean, you have, you have to know that going in because of the title. Like, we're not fucking around here, okay? We're telling you exactly what's going on here. Faces off. Well, Faces yeah. Off. Faces God. are coming off. But I honestly thought, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought because he's such a talented director, I just thought, all right, the science of this movie is given no more than four minutes of explanation and makes no fucking sense, which is, I think was my biggest complaint when I first saw the movie, because I was expecting for it to be far more realistic. So I had to get over a hump at a certain point of this movie having any basis in reality. And once you accept that there is no basis in reality, oh, then it's a fucking great movie. To the extent, okay, it's a great movie to the extent of two things. One, I think we might catch some shit for doing this movie on the How Dare You podcast, even though it's an absolute fucking fits like a glove. Not an O.J. Simpson (laughs) glove, a real glove. We're justified in having this movie... Yeah, justified on having this movie on the list. Too fucking bad if you don't like it. Also, this movie has a 92% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. What? I swear to God, I I can't believe that many professional reviewers were on board for this movie. Even though I'm on board for this movie. Not 92%. Now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I thought it would be a 50-50. Yeah. But, yeah. So this movie had a budget of $80 million, 23.3 opening weekend, $112 million in the USA, cumulatively in the world, $245.6 million. That's a lot. It's a pretty big fucking hit. Also nominated for an Oscar. Didn't expect that. Excuse me? What's up? 
<laughs> Relax. It was just for sound okay. effects editing. That's wow. <laughs> yes. I wonder if that category that year was like slim pickings, and we're like, all right, well, whatever. Just put face off in there. It's fine. Just, just, just do Facebook face off. Interesting. Okay, let me tell you this too. The years 1996 and 1997 are banner fucking years for Nicolas Cage. He did, in 1996, The Rock. And in 1997, did both Con Air and wow. Face Off. He did, he shot Con Air. And I think it was something like 10 days or 12 days later. Maybe it was even two days. I don't remember. But in a matter of days, he started shooting face-off right after Con Air. He was busy. I'm telling you. Okay. Let's get down to the fucking nitty-gritty, Chew. A, how long is your list of grievances? 32. What was yours? Okay. I outpaced you. I have 37 grievances. Nice. I think that's fair. I think I was a little, I was forgiving because the movie was so long. And it was one of those things where I like, I got to stop taking notes because my hand hurts. I'm just <laughs> fucking writing. <laughs> my fucking piece of paper looks like the anguished scrawl of a serial killer trying to fit all the notes that I had to fit for this fucking movie onto my one giant page. Just couldn't write fast enough. Oh my God. It was so hard. How many positive points do you have? Nah, do yours first. I have 24. Oh, what? <laughs> I have two. What? Oh, come on. Oh my god. So I I'll tell you this too. I have some things that are listed as both a positive point and a grievance. I can understand that. Like something some things are so sublimely ridiculous. Even the first thing that happens in this movie chew is Nicolas Cage assassinates a child. Yeah, they open up hot. <laughs> this We're like, movie starts what? at 11. He's got a creepy <laughs> child molester mustache. I've noted that. I said, ew, mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and he shoots a child. Now, I'll grant you, he's not trying to shoot the child. He's trying to right. shoot John Travolta. But that bullet goes through his body and into the child's head. Yeah. Like, what did he think was going to happen when you shoot John Travolta in the back? He, You know that he's holding his kid. Where do you think the bullet's right. going to go? You have a sniper rifle. What the fuck? <laughs> By the way, that sniper rifle is in broad daylight and looks to be about 20 yards away from the carousel that John Travolta <laughs> is riding with on his... Or, Riding on with his child. And no one notices. Nobody sees him? I was more concerned Both at... Both grievance and positive point. 
I was um, equally grossed out um, with the fact that he was he was drinking something out of a straw. I don't know what that was. Oh, there was an extreme close-up on the sucking <laughs> of that straw. That I didn't. I did not need that. Chilled me to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> because if they did that on purpose for effect, job well done. Because I was grossed out. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm like, I believe that guy is a terrorist for hire. (laughs) Whoa. Oh, my God. This movie just starts at 11. It really does. Welcome, audience. Got your popcorn? Here's a child getting shot in the head. Boom. (laughs) Too far. Fuck. (laughs) Um, and it, like the end of that scene is amazing because you have Travolta like crawling to the child and picking him up and kind of fake crying. And then the camera pans up into the sky. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's really serious when the camera pans up and away. That's that's the dead ringer pans right there. Pans away from anguish into the clouds. <laughs> and... John Travolta just got shot through the chest with a sniper bullet, a big old fucking bullet, and he's able to crawl and use his upper body strength to his dead son. I'm going to say no. He is a member of a secret FBI terrorist unit. Yeah. Unit? Band of brothers? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. It's not a band of brothers. They work in an office (laughs) building. So there's no band of brothers uh, going on here. Also, yeah, they're supposed to be like covert FBI badass take care of terrorists unit. But they keep bringing all the criminals to to the building. Yeah. They didn't do that. When he's like interrogating people. Mm -hmm. But we're jumping ahead a bit. Yeah. I'm just saying unwise. It's like the movie The Skulls, which is supposed we talked about before that is supposed to be a secret society on Yale. Mm-hmm. Yet there's just like a big house that may as well just say fucking skulls on it. And the skulls are always calling people. <laughs> Hello, is John there? Oh, he's not. Could you just tell him the skulls called and that we'd like him to call the skulls back? Thank you. God damn it. <laughs> Super secret. Oh, man. Um, well, but the you, you like this movie, right? I didn't hate. I. You're on board. I'm on How board. How could you only have two positive points? I don't know. I didn't hate it. It did not make me angry. But I okay. only wrote down, um, yeah, just two things. What I had are a couple. They? What are your two? What are the only two things you were willing to commit to paper that you liked? <laughs> Uh, so they both officially have swapped faces and John Travolta, who's now Castor Troy, who's Nicolas Cage's actual character, he's riding in his, Mm -hmm. his car trying to find John Travolta's house, the house he's supposed to live in. And he's just like looking out the window. He's like, look at this place. I'm in hell. And I just fucking thought that was funny. Because this is a terrorist and he has to pretend to live this suburban life. And he's not about it. He's not excited about that it. That is fucking deep into the movie, Chew. Yeah. It is. And then the one, uh, my other one was when he was, Nick Cage 
is a he's doing drugs john travolta's character this is confusing already if somebody hasn't seen face off they're like wait who's doing drugs they're one in the same uh he's doing drugs and he's just fucking wigging out and i thought that was funny and that was it wow yep i mean it's not long he just kind of passes out after that i'm sorry did you not see his face he's wigging out freaking out man freaking out okay i have a lot more to say about that scene but we're not there yet I can't believe you only have two fucking positive points. All right, let's get into some business, Chew. This movie came out, as we stated, in 1997, which is one year before the creation of the How Dare You Awards, which begs the question, if any movie was going to create the How Dare You Awards before Armageddon had the chance... This could have been it. This was a contender. This would have been it, I think. Yeah. Also, side note, I was randomly thinking about Armageddon yesterday on a walk. I'm starting to think we were unkind to it. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? You're... So now at this point, yep. what you're saying is that you're considering... That you are wrong about a movie that has completely birthed what we're doing now. I know. Well, you're wrong, first of all. Trust your first impression. No, it's is still a terrible movie, but it's kind of fun. It's kind of not. <laughs> all right, moving on. We'll we're talk about, about that about later. Off. Jesus Christ. What? So if the How Dare You How Dare You Awards existed in 1997, at that time, upon my first viewing, I absolutely would have nominated it for Biggest Disappointment. Yeah, I, I can see that. I would have also nominated it for a movie that took itself way too seriously. See, I thought about that, seriously. but I don't... This movie, I think the last thing this movie does is take itself seriously. Well, I I completely disagree and you're wrong. Did you notice how many no, slow wrong. motion <laughs> how many slow motion scenes there were? That is the epitome of we're taking ourselves way too fucking seriously. Yeah, but not that's everything just a is a John slow motion Woo moment. thing. That's just a John Woo thing, and it's not for for seriousness. It's for nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> it was nonsense. I can tell how heated I am about Chew, it because I can see it in movie, my audio bars. This is a movie about people who switch faces. <laughs> this movie is not taking itself seriously at all. <laughs> no. I felt no. it was I felt that they were trying to be too serious. And I'm no, on board with are, you. Wait, who? There's I'm no way you could say that Travolta and Cage are taking themselves serious because they are full hams to 11. They are chewing scenery in every fucking scene they're in. They are not taking themselves seriously. So much so that I think a lot of what they filmed, they had a script, threw it out, and just were making shit up on every take. That's a note I have somewhere. They are not taking themselves seriously at all. Ugh. 
And then likewise, okay, it would depend. I haven't looked at other Academy Award winners from 1997. It's possible that Nicolas Cage, who won an Academy Award in 1995 for leaving Las Vegas, would get a most forgettable performance by an Oscar-winning actor nomination. But I also might argue the last thing his performance is is forgettable. You're going to have nightmares about that performance for weeks. <laughs> he was actually good. Come like on. I, he was crazy. Like, that character was crazy, and he sold it, and I was like, this is good. This is good. All right. Now, the one, the one nomination we cannot deny is most ridiculous concept. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Not only would it have been nominated, I can't imagine it losing. No. This now, is... the only last question, of course, is would it have been nominated for title that best fits a porno movie? Um, If not a nomination, I would say a nod. Be like, hey, we see what you're doing there. It's It would have to be on the list. Chu, I have a list of 10 movies from 1997. I want you to pick five. Okay. And I'll pick five, too. And we'll compare and contrast. Okay. All right. I have got possible 1997 movie that fits a porno movie or title that fits a porno movie. Booty Call. Okay. Private Parts. Oh, God. Anaconda. <laughs> All Over Me. <laughs> These are good. In and out. Yep. The old in and out, Chew. The House of Yes. The Rainmaker. <laughs> Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> as good as it gets. And face off. Okay. I'm going with private parts all over me. Wrong. Yes. Anaconda. <laughs> In and out. And as good as it gets. Face off does not make the list. I think it's worthy of a top 10, that... but not a top five. Yeah, I think you might be right. Thank you. I'm not sure that I'd go private parts. I really like. Oh, this is tough. I like. I like All Over Me is absolutely on the list. Yeah. In and Out? Yeah. And then I got to choose three between Anaconda, The House of Yes, The Rainmaker, and Flubber. <laughs> so which one gets booted between those four is really hard that's what she said <laughs> I think I would kick the house of yes I'd go anaconda all over me in and out the rainmaker and flubber 
I feel like if you pick the Rainmaker, you f- you feel a lot about yourself. You just, you know, you're holding yourself up on a pedestal, which is or- which is suspicious. Anybody who it calls themselves the Rainmaker. Yeah. Because we got the Rainmaker and All Over Me. Yeah, those could be one and the same. Same guy. Oh, my gosh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and actually talk about face-off. We're going to face off you and me, Chew. I don't want your face. No offense. It's a nice face, but it doesn't. it's not going to work well with my physique, so I'm not going to face off with you. We're facing off. Right after this. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California, but even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch the Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows, and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life, and Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back. Chew and I are here discussing the 1997 masterpiece of nonsense face off <laughs> to which i have appropriately appropriately given 24 positive points oh and chu has only given two that's so much that's too much <laughs> no way yeah i need this is commando level greatness oh my god i like this movie better than commando Oh, I think that's a t-shirt. Commando level greatness. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Especially since we vehemently disagree on how great Commando is. Uh. All right, Chu, we've we've already had a full segment, and basically all we've gotten through is the sniping of a child in the head. <laughs> when you say it like that, it's so fucking terrible. <laughs> That's how this movie begins. That's the first thing they show you. The first 10 minutes of this movie are like the last 10 minutes of every other movie. Yeah. I that was a note actually like, I mean. Like on airport chase? Yeah. That's funny. Uh yeah, that was crazy. 
that was intense. And it really just sets the tone for what kind of fight scenes we're about to see because it's going to stay at level level 10 the whole way. By fight scenes, I think you mean explosion scenes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Conflict scenes, I'll rephrase. There is, there is nothing in this movie that will not catch fire. <laughs> so many guns, so many explosions. Oh, wow. my God. Well, so in that, the thing I took away from this first scene, I, I, there's, there's a lot to discuss. One, there's like the planted FBI female agent who is forced to suck a tongue in her undercover mode. God, that... Chew, that... let's just imagine, let's just imagine for a moment that you're not married. Okay, little chew, not in your life. You're out at the clubs and a strange bug eyed man comes up to you and says, suck my tongue. Or what's the other thing he says? Something about licking a fucking peach. He could eat peach. I could lick a peach all night. Yeah, he could lick or eat peach all night, which we all know what that means. And and then he's like, if I told you to suck my tongue, would you be grateful Bitch, what the fuck? That is a level 20 toxic, okay? You sound not okay. That's fucking weird. That doesn't get you excited in the nethers? Oh, no. That doesn't warm the cockles of your heart? I don't want to suck on <laughs> your a tongue. Hearts, and then your heart. Nick Cage sticks his tongue out, and she goes in for it. And she does She's it. She's committed to her job. Wow. Unfortunately, she, she gets shot two for minutes it. later, she says, freeze, and gets shot. Yep. He is facing forwards in a cockpit of a plane and manages to get the drop on her by turning her. Just shoot him. Yep. But then we'd have to roll credits. So yeah. she gets shot and dumped out of that fucking airplane. She gets thrown from a moving plane. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Shit be fucked up. The, yeah, the dialogue in here was strange. Amazing. I, like, I don't know anybody that that's, talks like that. That's the word you're searching for. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Did you notice? So then the, that plane crashes into, I don't know, some sort of aerospace turbocharged engine factory? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a hangar, but I don't even... It was packed full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like MIT had set up shop in an airplane hangar yeah. on the runway. Good spot. And then the plane crashes into it and shenanigans begin. Did you notice that some nameless, faceless FBI agent who got shot, I think, with a shotgun, did you notice the wires hanging off of his fucking belt? No. I didn't see it. Because I did. Oh, that's a big no-no. <laughs> I was like, fucking wires. <laughs> well, this move. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, really, was it? You were already setting the tone about what kind of movie oh, yeah. we were in, so it's not that surprising. It fits the magic of the movie. <laughs> it's one of the reasons. That's another, that's another one of my grievance and positive point. <laughs> yeah, they just went with it. Oh, big time. Book. All right. So, oh, Chu, will you please tell the audience what this movie's about? 
Oh, yeah. I'll, I'd be happy to do that. Uh, nice. A terrace. Keep in mind, we've only got like another 20 <laughs> minutes for this segment. This movie's two and a half hours long, so shit. Okay. <laughs> a terrorist and an FBI agent have a bad history with each other and then they swap faces. What's that? They swap faces? Yeah, that's what I said. They swap faces. And. <laughs> live each other's lives for a little bit and then they swap faces back again. Okay, why go. did they swap faces though? Does that even because matter? Because the terrorist shot the FBI agent's son in the head. What's that? That's gnarly. That's not yeah. why they swap faces. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it was a, from the uh, beginning. Well, you know what I find both a grievance, again, a grievance and a positive point of this movie. The whole reason they swap faces is so that he can find out where a chemical bomb. Do I have that right? I think it's a chemical, like chemical gas bomb or something is at the L.A. Convention Center. Correct? Yeah. And you know what? Well, obviously, I didn't forget that entirely. And that whole. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say. There's so much happening in this movie that you almost forget that there was a bomb. Yes. And then there isn't. Like, you think that's going to be the whole story, but it, it isn't. We were talking about this before we the... even started recording. We were talking about this even before we started recording. Chew. Everything happens in this movie. Every Anything that could happen or, in the world or fight scene happens in this yeah. movie. Happens. Yep. You got, you but got guns. The you whole got point was prisons. to get that you chemical got... bomb. Yeah. And then you forget about it. Uh-huh. The whole point it. is to get that chemical uh-huh. bomb. And then that chemical bomb, which you think is going to be like deactivated in the last 60 seconds of the movie. Oh, no, my friend. Not even halfway through. The chemical bomb is no longer an issue. Because we've swapped faces. They just needed something to lead into on how they swapped faces. And then the rest, they can just do whatever the fuck they want. This movie was nuts. Because the brother, little brother, is in... Prison. Jail. Yeah. Not a regular jail, though. This is a fucking... Metal. This is an oil rig jail. And it's magnetic. And everyone has these really stupid boots that make them stick to the floor. What? Yeah. What? It is simultaneously an oil rig jail that I think is also underwater, isn't it? It's got to be. That's a big jail. Like he escapes on top of it. But I think the bulk of it is underwater, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I would say so. P.S. One of my notes that I saw on IMDb, those magnetic boots are from the Super Mario Brothers movie. They made a Super Mario's Brother movie? Oh, Chew, this is all wasted on you. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Is it animated? Oh, yeah. It's got to be animated. No, Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo. What is happening? What? We're going to watch that movie. 
you, you <laughs> look what you've done. Now you're going to force us to watch Super Mario Brothers. I made a mistake. That's what you get. I made a big mistake. <laughs> Fuck. Does anybody else know that about this movie? Or is this like a quiet little movie? That's Super Mario oh, Brothers. Oh, no. It's People be popular. know about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so baby brother's in jail. They want to find out where the bomb is. So what's the natural response? Cut that guy's face off and put it on my face. And the doctors were so nonchalant about it. Oh, yeah. That doctor... Like, by duh. the way, the, the sheer number of fucking people... In this movie, John Travolta's in this movie, Nicolas Cage, Joan Allen, Gina Gershon is in this fucking movie, Nick Cassavetes, John Carroll Lynch, CCH Pounder from The Shield, Margaret Cho, stand-up comedian, James Denton from fucking Housewives show, Matt Ross, who you don't know, Chew. No. But the guy's been around. There are no fewer than two people from The Wire in this movie. Thomas Jane's in this movie. Tommy Flanagan. There are two people from uh, Sons of Anarchy in this movie. I did notice that. The list is fucking long. Yeah, there's a bunch of people in this movie. But Colm Fior, he plays that doctor. Yeah. Did you recognize him? He's in a lot of shit. Yeah, I recognized him. I recognized All a right. lot of people. As I just previously didn't know stated. Okay. As previously stated, they spend no longer than three to four minutes on all the science for this movie. Oh, yeah, we're just going to cut your face off and we're going to put it on and we give you some pills. The antibiotics we have now, oh, yeah, we can change your belly, pull out your chest hair, put fucking chest hair on some other guy. Did you notice, by the way, that they cut his face off and then start cutting his hair? Yeah, that's that was a note. Like, don't do that. Not sanitary. Like, <laughs> no. Stop it. Cut the hair first. Ugh. Then fucking get some yeah. kind of Floby vacuum thing to suck up all the hair. Then cut the face off. Yep. Don't cut the face off and then cut the hair. That's bad. It gets it's a everywhere. recipe for disaster. It gets everywhere. Yep. This whole... <laughs> also, can we talk about cutting off one man's face? Well, cutting off two faces, putting one man's face on another face, and then the leftover Travolta face, they just leave in a fucking jar for Nicolas Cage to find. They don't lock it up. There's not even a lid on that jar, Chew. Don't just stick my face in face juice and leave it uncovered. Well, there was no, they just, they didn't even stick it in with like, um, like a, to keep, to hold form. It just went into the water. So it could just like this piece of skin the just little, floating around. It wasn't on the mask bubble. I feel like the mask, the, the form part was that on was top. was just for sucking yeah. the face off, and then right? And they just like, let it in. Because as we all know, the face can easily be taken off by vacuum. <laughs> Not even a powerful vacuum chew. Just a, like a minor vacuum. Yeah. Just 
Yeah, no yeah. problem. And then face transplants are exactly like that. They look just as good as your old face. No, they do not. Okay, they don't. And here's another question that I should not be asking because this movie doesn't care. And at the end of the day, neither do I. They show the cutting of Travolta's hair to make it look like Cage's hair. How did they get Travolta's long hair onto Cage's face once he gets Travolta's face? I don't know. <laughs> How did they lengthen that hair? Uh, just one of the many questions this movie does not answer. You don't need to know because you're just supposed to trust that the procedure is what it is. And it's fine. They did it. And it's fine. Don't worry about yeah. it. They did it. Also... Don't you think it's strange that he gets to jail and he is Travolta Cage, meaning Travolta made to look like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Travolta Cage is a carbon copy of the real Cage, of the real Caster Troy. Yeah. And yet his brother is suspicious. How? His brother looks at, he like actively goes to poke his face as though, is that a real face? Which made me think of Mission Impossible because Mission Impossible came out the year before. Mm -hmm. So part of me also with this whole move, the whole premise of this movie, I was like, just call the CIA. <laughs> Get the fucking rubber mask. <laughs> but it must have been on fucking, what's that guy's name? Pollux. Yeah. Pollux Troy. Must have been on his mind, too, because he goes to poke him in the face as though, is this a real face? Why would anybody else think that that was a possibility? The whole thing's ridiculous. <laughs> it's as though his, yeah, it's as though his brother thought, I think they might have cut <laughs> off my brother's face and put it on another person. <sighs> Which is pretty impressive deducing. Yeah. Out of the blue like that. Well, he... Also... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say he's... um. I don't know. Is he mentally ill or is there a, a, a social disability there? Because he keeps... Uh, Nick Cage keeps... He just his... seems socially awkward oh, okay. more than anything else. Uh, I don't know. So maybe he was just he intuitive. Needs his, he constantly needs his fucking shoe tied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I kind of wanted Caster Troy just to give his little brother an apple juice and some carrot sticks <laughs> and then tie his shoe and say, make the bomb. <laughs> make the bomb, little buddy. You got it. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, the name of this prison is Erewhon Prison. Clearly an anagram for nowhere. Except it's not nowhere, because it's like a mile off the coast of L.A., which is where this movie takes place anyway. Yeah, when Nick... When he escapes, he escapes, by the way, via the help of somebody, of Frank Sabatka from The Wire. Mm -hmm. He jumps off the oil rig, being chased by a helicopter, and then... Just because he lands in the water, this movie posits that he's safe. The next time you see him, he's stealing a car 
from a uh, what you call it a valet. Yeah. I'm I'm okay that we had that big jump because the movie I knew was gonna be fucking long and we were gonna fit a lot of shit into two and a half hours. So I'm glad that we we had that big jump because I didn't need it. And also he got away like you said he got away from the helicopter, but there's a ton of boats in the water near the oil rig. Yeah. So did he just hold his breath from the oil rig all the way to shore? No. The fuck is happening? <laughs> I gotta tell you. The fact that part of the face swapping technology might have included man gills is not impossible for this movie. <laughs> On the off chance that you might be jumping off of an oil rig and trying to escape, we'll give you gills. We're going to give you gills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. I'm going to trust you. Oh my God. Then the most improbable thing possible happens, which is Caster Troy wakes up out of a coma. You know, it's one of those 24-hour comas. Yep. Just a quick Doesn't quick one. last long. Yeah. After a face transplant, no less. Right. Yikes. So he's just cruising around with his face off, smoking cigarettes, making phone calls. Luckily, the fucking Travolta face is just sitting in the fucking face juice. Luckily. Literally next to his bed. <laughs> As a gift. Here you go. When you wake up, put this on. Yeah. So he's able to, I love it when he's, because he calls Tommy Flanagan and the other, whoever that other yeah. bodyguard is, to, to, to kidnap the doctor and bring him in to do his face transplant, miraculously make his hair longer somehow. I don't know. I get, because, like, with <laughs> with with Travolta Cage, they talk about doing a little uh, love handle yeah. suck. I don't know how they add. Did they just take that fat and add it to Cage Travolta? I just don't understand how they completely changed his entire body type. Both of their body types in such a short amount of time. Again, Amazing. both grievance and positive point. This movie does not explain its science to you. It doesn't care. So neither should yep, we. Just roll with it. It is what it is. Okay. All right. So they add hair and add fat and he shows up to the prison. I guess we didn't get. Yeah, we jumped ahead a little bit because he shows up to that prison and he is Travolta. As Cage, Travolta Cage is full ham. Yeah. I mean, gone to 11 full ham. Who do you like better, by the way? Oh. Travolta Cage or Cage Travolta? <laughs> See, that's still fucking confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Travolta as Cage or Cage as Travolta? Um... I actually liked them both almost equally. If if I okay, if I had to choose, I might choose Nick Cage as John Travolta's character. Oh, I am the other way. They're really I am close, team though. Travolta Cage. Travolta as Cage is fucking pure magic yeah. to me. Uh, no, you're right. He did a really good job because once Travolta Cage gets home to his fake home. Uh, and him trying to like converse with his family is just 
kind of painful and so sexualizing his own it's daughter so weird stealing her fucking cigarettes <laughs> such a has got a brand new bag holy shit it was good it, he did a good job ah come on so fucking great yeah. they might be tied <laughs> yeah see i feel like travolta went full cage cage yeah, did his... I don't know. He just did a nicer version of maybe himself. Maybe we're giving... Because he has to play a sad sack. Maybe we're not giving him enough credit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it might be a little easier to go from I'm batshit crazy terrorist to a good guy who's, you know, like you said, sad sack. And the other way around seems like a little more fun. But Travolta Cage is just... Steeped in inappropriateness. We talked about yeah. sexualizing his daughter. He is full on fucking the real Travolta's wife. Yeah. He is giving it to Joan Allen for a week. Yep. They kind of gloss over that in the movie. She's like, you know, he's been in our marital bed for a week. He goes, yeah. <laughs> what are you and then they do? just don't speak of it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I just want you to know that dick was all up in me. <laughs> you know, at that point, if you're Joan Allen, like, I'm sorry, I can't feel guilty about having sex with somebody who I thought was my husband. That's not my fault, okay? No. Yeah, you were acting weird, but that's that's not my fault. That's all on you. Oh, that would have been such a great subplot. Wait, you fucked him? He was you. <laughs> what? Are you, what? Yeah, I'm not gonna, you're mad at I'm me? I'm not going to feel bad about that. That's not my problem. You tore your face off and put somebody else's face on without telling me, and you're mad at me? Yeah. Fuck you. Yep. You know what? Just, you can keep the fucking face, okay? That's your fucking punish. Just keep the fucking face. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fucking poor Pamela Landy. <laughs> I do you even know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, born identity. Come on, I know some things. Nice, fucking chew, pulled it down. I can't believe it. Yeah, man, I mean that's that's one of the first things you think about when you see Joan Allen. I like her a lot. Joan Allen is fucking great. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, did I? I kind of felt like she was miscast. I kind of felt like she. This wasn't the character. I don't know. I just felt weird. Really? No. I'll say this. I thought, good for you, Hollywood, for finally casting a wife who's actually close to her husband's age. Yeah. I did know. I did appreciate that. Like, there wasn't this huge age gap. As opposed and... to being half his fucking yeah. age. Yeah. All right. Chew, let's take another break, and then we'll come back, and we'll finish up. With this pure bit of fucking magnificence. We got a lot to get through. I know. Alright, I'm ready. Might be a long segment. <laughs> Alright, we'll be right back right after this. If you like podcasts like I do, boy do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target and check out the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. 
Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator, Tony Parham, and co-host, musical performer and sound lover, Derek Hansen, D-Rock if you're nasty, and I am, discuss all things sound-related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound, but as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target! Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to... Stay on target! That's the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you. And we are back yet again. Lady Chu and I are here discussing the John Woo film... Face Off from 1997. Almost makes me wish I fucking started the How Dare You Awards just a year before, <laughs> Chu. Really missed the boat on that one. Uh. All right. Basically, kind of story-wise, we're at the Loft shootout right now, which I've got a lot to say about. <laughs> but I'm looking over my notes here, Chu, and I missed a couple of things that I just want to reference quickly. One... Well, I guess this hap- this happens at the very beginning when they're, like, planting the bomb and he's dressed as a priest. And yeah. then he starts that fucking madcap dancing and singing hallelujah and shit. Yeah. And then there's two times. There's one in that scene and one with when he's when he's Travolta Cage later in the movie with the secretary. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, with the executive assistant. <laughs> but... Yeah. <laughs> It seems to me, Chu, that Caster Troy, whenever he grabs an ass, I think he comes every time he ch- touches a butt. <laughs> Do I have that right? He just likes butts. He just really likes butts. Yeah, his reaction. That first, oof. Yeah, that first girl, by the way, very young. Too young. To be she being looked like grabbed. she was 16. And my biggest worry was that this was an improv. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yikes. I hope that's not true. And if it was an improv, that would make it even worse because she seemed okay with it. She seemed super into it to the point where I was like, oh, they know each other. Like, she's, she's in on it. But she wasn't. Yeah. I don't think. The secretary was far more shocked and this is not appropriate. Yeah. One, because she doesn't, she thinks it's her boss and not Caster Troy. Right. Yeah. But at any rate, I just think it's weird. Anytime a hand goes on a butt, he's like. (laughs) (laughs) Like his eyes roll back in his head. Like, can we fucking not? (laughs) Jesus. Sorry, just emptied the old ball bag. (laughs) apologies and then there's a line in this that we didn't go over that to me says everything about why this movie doesn't work and does work at the same time because when Travolta is told what they can do hang on I got he says the following so you want me to break by, break the law, risk my neck, 
and put in the dark everyone who loves me and everyone who trusts me. Followed by, I'll do it. <laughs> that is a that is a pro con list of nothing but cons. <laughs> and he's like, I'll do it. You had me at hello. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was down to do it. Let's fuck it up. Oh, damn it. All right. Can we talk about this fucking loft scene, please? This was a busy, busy scene. Very busy. Okay. Like, <laughs> so busy. Uh, First of all, it's a loft with nothing but windows. All windows. So if you're the secret task force of the FBI, the special unit battling terrorists... You have nothing but open shots. So there's no reason to miss. No reason. But there is, however, a reason not to fire in the fucking first place, because there is plainly and obviously a small child in that room. Yeah, stop shooting. It's a kid. Stop it. But no, nobody cares. No one cares. I would have liked just one. By the way... Because Travolta Cage is leading it, I suppose I suppose you could say that Travolta Cage would not know that it's his son. Yeah, he doesn't know. But he knows that it's Gina Gershon's son. He doesn't give a he shit about her. He showed at least... But doesn't he about kids? Don't you think that he showed a little bit of... With the first sniping of, of Travolta's kid, he kind of... He had a look on his face like, uh, oh, no, what a shame. Oops. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he he kind of looks like, all right, apologies, didn't mean to do that. But, of course, later he's like, can't you just get over it? It was an accident. Ugh. Move on. <laughs> it's an accident. I didn't mean to shoot him. I was trying to kill you. Which isn't the worst apology, because he's sincere. He's just not upset right. about it. But it makes me also think, at the very least, if he was to see Gershon Child there, he would say, oh, whoa, whoa, let's just hold off for one second, let her get the child out, and then open fire, or something. Yeah, even if that's really how the he feels. The only protection he has... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, he could either, they could have gone that way because that's really how Castratory felt, or at the very least, just pretend you're actually John Travolta's character and try and get the fucking kid out. So either way, missed opportunity. They should have gotten, right. gotten the kid out. Yeah. He could have pretended to be the hero again. Yeah. We didn't mention that. That's why, that's how the, the, the chemical bomb gets de disarmed by Travolta Cage so that he could be a hero. Yeah. And there's some, like, nonsense, like he's got a plan with his brother to get rid of all his competition. Competition for, uh, you know, terrorist for hire? How many of them are there? <laughs> I don't know. But, like, why is that a tough market? That shouldn't be. Yeah. How many of them are at a Castor Troy level, by the way? He seems like a very famous villain in this movie. Yeah, like people know who he is. Because we time jump. 
We have the cold open of murdering the child, and then it's six years later. Yeah, that's right. So he's been at large for at minimum six years. Right. Yeah. All right. But this fucking shootout is apeshit. <laughs> yeah, they go everywhere possible in that giant loft. There are fucking bullets flying all over the place and nobody gets shot. Just the girls doing drugs. Well, except the FBI agents. Yeah, and them. <laughs> but yeah, none of the main the characters FBI, get shot. Well, yeah, I mean, other people get shot. But what I'm saying is the FBI open fires on people that don't know that they're there. They spray 10,000 bullets, hit no one, and then the bad guys pop out of a corner and go, <laughs> drop an FBI agent. That was good sound effect. Guys on fucking ropes sl- slamming through windows. They all get shot. Oh, it's fucking great. And then, of course, the two face-offs have to face off. <laughs> well, yeah. Behind a mirror. On opposite which is... sides. Of a mirror, exactly. I'm telling you, Chu, John Woo knows what he's doing. (laughs) Okay. That guy knows how to make a shit movie. Oh, man. You know, at that point, I I thought that that could have been the end of the movie. Like, they're, you know, it's symbolic. They're they're on either side of the mirror. They're each other. Mm. They look like each other. I'm like, oh, this could be the end of the movie. Nay. We got a lot no. more in us. <laughs> oh, we got a good solid 50 minutes to go. Oh, my God. This movie is two hours and 20 fucking minutes long. Oh. I was trying to think. There's not... Does anybody ever ride a motorcycle in this movie? Oh, that might be the one of the things they they didn't add in. Because there are all all the other forms of transportation are covered. There are fucking helicopter chases, plane chases, car chases, truck chases, boat chase at the end. Ugh, boats. I hate fucking boats. Fucking boats. <laughs> I don't, I was, I, that's literally how I put boats? Fucking boats? I don't know what it is. I just can't get into those those scenes, those action scenes, and there's a person on a getaway boat. Just get the fuck out of here with that. I just hate it. <laughs> I gotta add that to your list of things you hate. I hate boats. That shit pissed me off. Ah, shit. Okay. That's fucking great. (laughs) Yeah, so Mama Gershon dies. The kid miraculously does not die because he's wearing headphones for protection. Yeah. And uh, we're listening to Over the Rainbow. Nick Cassavetes dies. Oh, by the way! So the bald guy, who I know you don't know, but his name's Nick Cassavetes. He's an actor and a director. He and Gershon are fucking brother and sister. And they kiss like that. I think Adam is the kid. I think the kid is their kid. Because that was suspicious. They have a full-on fuck kiss. Yeah. (laughs) This is the kissing we do right before we fuck. Yeah. It's a fuck kiss, Chew. <laughs> yeah. That's another t-shirt. Fuck kiss. <laughs> and I 
felt like they'd done that before. Like, that was the not. Yeah, it did not look like the first time. And then nobody addresses it. Like, can we go back and talk about what's maybe going on here? Right, because they both die 10 seconds later. Yeah. Or no, she she dies later on at the church. Which is another fight scene. Another one you say? No, she dies there. No, she dies. She dies at the the church. Um because she's like beach church? Yeah. She comes in. The beach mortuary? Yeah. Can we talk about the beach mortuary, by the way? What fucking mortuary is on top of the fucking sand. That's weird. And allows doves just free reign. Uh, I didn't like... Uh, I had, There's so many things wrong with that church scene. One, it didn't need to exist anyway. The location makes no fucking sense. Is there an actual church on the beach in L.A.? Do you know of anyone? <laughs> Is that an actual place? I need to know. And then... I'm telling you, Chew, both grievance and positive point. And then it's a Catholic church, so it just adds to the 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 drama of it all, you know. Just, uh, it's gonna be a no. I didn't enjoy it. You fucking love it. Fuck. And it was so long. Every huge doves. Fight you scene. probably. Yeah. You probably don't know this, but doves. That's a big John Woo thing. Doves are all over his movies. Why? I couldn't tell you. Mm. So is, uh, what's that song they play? Oh, they play Over the Rainbow. Yeah. During that shootout. And that's supposed to be in one of his Hong Kong films, too. I don't remember which one. But apparently he just likes setting action to Over the Rainbow. He just likes what he likes. It's all right. But the open firing of weapons with that child nearby... I'd like to I'd like to have seen one FBI agent say, um, should we be doing this? <laughs> Just one. Well, Nick Cage does have or Cage Travolta has the kid in his arms and he tells two FBI agents, hey, don't shoot. And they pause for a moment because clearly he has the kid yeah, in his that's arms. True. So they're you know, it was addressed for a quick second. And then. And that was it. But then they were blown away. Yeah. The two FBI agents. Dead. Oh, fuck. All right. That whole scene is just... Atrocious. <laughs> but in the best way, Chew. <laughs> it's so positively atrocious. <laughs> I think you're wrong, by the way. I think Gershon buys it in the loft. She dies at the loft. Uh, the kid's mom. Yeah. No, she dies at the church. Because she comes in to, like, kind of help Cage Travolta. And and then everyone's pointing guns at each other. And then she gets shot. And she's like, make sure she dies on Cage Travolta. And she's like, make sure he doesn't, you know, our son doesn't grow up to be like us. And he's like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I guess maybe you're right. I know. Chew, I just watched <laughs> this movie yesterday. Well, I watched it this morning. Way ahead of you. This movie is so fucking jam-packed with nonsense, I can't remember when a (laughs) major character dies. God damn it. Uh, So, you are not on board for 
beach mortuary shootout? No. Hard no. And Hey, wait. Also, because there's like a full-on... Stuff happens before yeah, the church scene. Yeah, it's in that scene. scene. It's in that scene. The, 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 the beach mortuary is the full-on standoff, right? Where everybody's pointing two guns at yeah. each other. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. The number of times people are three feet away with their guns and can't put the bullet dead center is astonishing. They need to go back to the firing range, all of them. Yeah, it wasn't... John Travolta, just missing. terrible FBI agent. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I do appreciate once everyone shows up and they're pointing their guns at each other, but nobody's shot yet. Travolta Cage makes a point to be like, whoa, like, this is crazy. Like, everyone's like, whoa, look at the predicament we're in. I needed that. I needed somebody oh, yeah, he's to just say, right. this is nuts. I need, I thank you. We're all on the same page. This is fucking insane. He is saying what the audience is thinking. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is too fucking much. You know what's even dumber, though, is before we get to Beach Mortuary, because there's that scene where Cage Travolta shows up at his wife's house. By the way, in the middle of the day with cops inside of the house downstairs, she does not yell out, does not scream at the man with the face of the man who murdered her son. Literally no one is good at their job in this movie. Right. Just terrible. But he manages to put enough doubt in her mind in that scene to do the blood type thing. Yeah. Well, it also helped that but Travolta Cage was acting like a total weirdo. By jamming a needle into his arm. And he doesn't What's notice? What's that? Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're all on the same page. What would you say before that, though? Um, that, I mean, it helped kind of convince her that something was amiss because Travolta Cage right, right. was acting bizarro. So she's like, oh, maybe something's not quite right. So maybe I'll jab him with this descended steel needle and he doesn't feel it what the fuck he just sort of looks over like no <laughs> i'll go back to sleep yeah i thought to myself she must be a fucking great doctor yeah to be able to do that without him noticing this is like a major plot point for the movie <laughs> their blood types and they lead you in on that before they even swap faces because the doctor was like, DNA is going to stay the same. It's just your appearance. And you're like, okie dokie. Yeah, because like one of them is O negative, which is the universal donor. But the other one's AB, which is the... So how did that even work? I can't accept anything but AB, right? So I, I think they should both be dead once they put on their faces. Yeah, well, one of them should be dead. Or at least one of them, right? Yeah, Cage Cage Travolta should be dead because he's a Cage Travolta should be dead, exactly. Or wait, no. You can't put an O negative face on that guy. Right? Is that how that works? Fuck. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. You just trust. This whole movie's based on audience trust. <laughs> just go with I it. I would have loved it if they fucking put 
So wait, which way would it be? See, I'm, <laughs> I'm so confused now. Okay, so if we put if we put Travolta's face on Cage, shouldn't have. Yeah, Cage. He died. Cage's body has AB, so he. So I think he can take O negative. So I think Travolta would have been dead. Because he's O negative, so he can only take O negative, or A or O negative is the universal donor, so you can give it to other people who aren't O negative or whatever. Please stop speaking. My head's gonna explode. (laughs) My head's gonna my head my head's gonna explode if we keep talking about this. My head hurts. If somebody knows the answer, please comment. Oh, let us fucking know. All right, we have the beach nonsense. Let's get to it, Chew. Fucking boat chase. Uh, fucking boats. I don't understand your disdain of boats, but this boat chase is the boat chase to end all boat chases. They throw boats into boats. One boat boats. jumps. Yeah, they drive a boat through another boat. Twice. <laughs> With, of course, an explosion. There's so many explosions in this movie. Oh, my God. Oh, everything catches fire. And that fucking shot. Oh, I one of my huge positive points, whoever the stunt guy is that's playing Cage Travolta and gets knocked off the boat and is, like, hanging on by a rope and then flips his body around to no-ski, water-ski, <laughs> that guy deserves an Academy Award for his fucking work in this movie. <laughs> I want a Stunt Work Academy Award for that guy. Which we're supposed to remember that, yeah, Nick Cage <laughs> is doing those supposed, is supposedly doing those stunts, but it's actually John Travolta who's somehow, he's overweight in this movie. Right. How does he have the stamina all of a sudden to do those stunts? What are we talking about? It's trust. Just trust that it works. Okay. Get over it, Michelle. Because he was made into he was made into Cage's body, so he's leaner and meaner. But his endurance and his cardio is not what that's not no, that's not how that works. All right, settle down, okay? We all know Trust. that you're the trainer from Tua T Fitness, one of our lovely sponsors. <laughs> but we don't need to drag <laughs> it in to bring in this movie down, Chew. You settle the fuck down. There's just down. so many things. <laughs> Just so many things that don't make sense. His cardio wouldn't have been up to snuff. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You think this fucking movie is worried about the state of his cardio? This is a movie where they switch faces, Chew. You're right. Face swap. <laughs> that should have been the name. Face the title. off. Face on. <laughs> face swap. Face <laughs> slash swap. Oh, shit. Oh, right. fuck. Let's put this movie to bed. Tuck it in nice and tight. But I still got... Okay, we're going to put this movie to bed, Chew, but I still got some more to say about this fucking boat chase, including this fabulous shot when the boat crashes and the two men get launched. (laughs) That great out-of-focus two men in the foreground shot. 
where they land on a whatever the pier, yeah. the barge, something. Boat launch. By the way, one of the biggest reasons this whole movie struggles to work, but why it's fucking magical, is because once you swap faces, man, you can't hurt your the other guy. You want your fucking face back. Yeah, you can't kill him yet. Right. right? So stop shooting bullets at him. <laughs> yeah. You do want your face back, right? <laughs> yeah, they didn't think that through. No. But so, you know, you've got the spear gun. He's able to shoot him in the belly. I Is it clear as to whether or not Nicolas Cage dies? Travolta Cage? Um... I think he's dead. Yeah, but then they show him like in the ambulance with him. And I thought, hey, maybe he's not dead. Face off two. Coming your way. How great would it be if we got a sequel to this movie with these two 60-year-old fucking actors face swapping again? <laughs> I I might watch it. Let's fucking run it back one more time. Come on. <laughs> That would be amazing. So, but here's my, like, not that I should be complaining about this minor grievance, but right before he is actually able to get the uh, spear into his belly, Travolta Cage picks up a piece of glass or something, and start or metal, and starts cutting it, <laughs> Travolta's face yeah. up. Yeah, you're not gonna get and your face back now. Cut. Yeah, but when when he when he has his face back, it's unharmed. There's no scars. Movie magic. Just trust it. By the way, he shows. Okay, we we gotta talk about this because he shows up at home. Because I guess his wife and daughter didn't go to see how the surgery went. Yeah, they didn't go to the hospital. What the fuck? They're just like we're gonna stay home when when you're when you're out of the hospital. Get a ride and come back and come home. Yeah, get yourself your own ride. So there's that. Jesus. Yeah. No, I can't pick you up today. I'm cleaning. I'm dusting. <laughs> and he shows up in the midst of in the midst of mist, like it was all foggy and eerie and shit outside the house. But who does he show up with, Jew? Little Adam. They get... The fucking child he kidnapped. (laughs) He stole a child and just brought the child home. Yeah. Well, he works for the FBI, so he can basically just do whatever he wants, I guess. Both his parents are dead. Ugh. And then the first thing you see is patriarchal paw. Fucking laying paws on that kid's face by the daughter. No. I wanted everybody to lick their hand first before they did that. <laughs> like that was the thing for their family. Lick their fucking palm and then just palm their face. That's that's the only thing that literally the only thing this movie was missing. Too far. If this movie had that, if this movie had that chew, we would have had a full deck. <laughs> yeah, I could have done without the the hand to face. I didn't like it. It's 
so creepy and weird on many, 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 many levels. Yeah. Don't touch my face. As stated before, even before COVID. Yeah, get your fucking hand <laughs> off my touch face. Your face. What's wrong with you? What the way this movie should have ended was daughter comes up and gives the paw on the face, and then the what's the kid's name? Adam. Adam? Adam says no, thank you. Fuck this. <laughs> About face walks out the door. Roll credits. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. That's the way this movie should have yeah, ended. Yeah, that could could live through that loft shooting, but he cannot live with the touching of the face. I cannot <laughs> live with that fucking palm on my face. Take me back to the fucking foster care system. <laughs> Uh, what a great movie. Anything would be better than this family. <laughs> <laughs> you my terrorist dad and my whore of a mom. We're better than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too far? Yikes. You fucked both my daddies, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you what is the drinking game for this obscene mess of a delightful movie uh i would say anytime there's unnecessary slow motion or just any slow motion so you got 15 minutes oh that's a good one you got 15 minutes and you're fucking plastered you're done it's it's consistent all the way through the movie slow motion yeah. All over the place. It's peppered throughout. God. That's such a good yeah. one. Or anytime there's an explosion. I was going to say, oh, that's not bad. I was going to say anytime the hamming up goes to 11. <laughs> yeah. And that sounds vague, but if you've seen this movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Chu, you ha- you would recommend this movie, right? Come on. I would. For pure entertainment purposes, How could you not? just trust the movie. Don't fucking question it, okay? You don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Question nothing. Just go with it. This movie should come with a disclaimer. The first thing you should see before a child getting shot in the head should be question nothing. Just a black screen <laughs> with white letters that says question nothing. Then go into the story yeah i'd recommend it all right i solid piece of shit there's no way you can solid piece of crap oh just the best piece of shit movie (laughs) fucking ever (laughs) yeah this movie is insane nothing in this movie makes sense and that's why it's good (laughs) I don't know if we've watched a movie quite like this yet. This is on a whole other level on its own. When I think of this movie, I think this is the movie that the How Dare You Awards was born for. I'll apologize to Face Off for having created the How Dare You Awards one year too late. Yep. You deserved it. In the best way possible. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you disagree with anything we've said, you're wrong. But go ahead and let us know what you think we fucked up. Find us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Send us an, a, an email to the everything or the everything. Send us an email to the how dare you podcast at gmail.com. Please let us know which drinking game you prefer. I think we lobbied for three of them. I might even vote for yours, Chew. That's how That's good, good it was. You won't even finish the movie if you go if you go but by my drinking game. Fucking face face yeah, face swap ham hamming it up. <laughs> yeah. That's a solid amount of fucking drinking for this movie. All right. Say goodbye, Lady Chu. Goodbye. See, I can't say it right. Every fucking time. I can't say it right. Just once. See you later. No, see, it's crap. Goodbye. Bye. No, that was that was worse than the first one. <laughs> I think I I just I can only say bye. Like, but if I say goodbye, I immediately sound like a dick. Goodbye. Goodbye. I can't Which do you it. are. Fuck. See ya. Just say until next time, everyone. <laughs> until next time. Enjoy yourself. Watch Face Off. You won't be disappointed. Good day, madam. Good day. I still don't get my sir. Eh, I don't know if you've earned it. I deserve my sir. Eh. Good day, sir. When one person says madam, the other one says sir. That's just symmetry. That's just the way it's supposed to be. I just like be. fucking it up. I don't stick. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm still recording. Good day. Okay, Me too. Good. <laughs> good day. Good day. Bye. <laughs> okay, I'm cutting it off. <laughs>